Welcome to the Agile Strategy Lab podcast, where we explore what it means to view your organization, your company, or your community through the lens of agility to create a strategy that works in a rapidly changing world. I'm Liz Nilsson, the Associate Director of the Lab at the University of North Alabama. Today's episode, presented in collaboration with the Strategic Doing Institute, is number 24. Today, we're dissecting a story to help us dive into two key ideas. The first is one of the ideas we're most fond of, the principle of starting small, but starting. Nowhere is that more true than in rural communities, where often a group seeking to make change is largely, if not entirely, made up of volunteers. In this episode, I talk with Rob O'Brien, a consultant whose work in Missouri includes this rural focus. Rob came to consulting after 30 years in economic and workforce development, particularly working with chambers of commerce. As you'll hear, he wasn't satisfied with the results of much of that work, which led him to strategic doing as an alternative way of approaching strategy. Toward the end of my uh, career in the, the chamber world, I began seeing um, really more uh, attention being paid to strategic doing as uh, in, in the workforce arena in terms of trying to, to align uh, workforce opportunities. And I found that interesting and uh, began looking into it <clears throat> and then uh, stepped away, uh, began my own firm. Uh, and uh, some of the first clients I had were uh, chambers of commerce, uh, typically uh, smaller community chambers who were doing strategic planning uh, and that's what they were looking for kind of that facilitated board meeting to to come up with their directions for the year three years uh, maybe five years and i always left those uh, as i as i had during uh, even my career in the chamber feeling like uh, those uh, those those plans uh, didn't truly engage uh, the board uh, in being part of the activity and also that they were likely to wind up uh, gathering dust on the shelf be, because the day-to-day um, things that come up in the chamber world uh, that would divert the attention of the staff. Now for the second idea. After completing a training course last fall, Rob's recently finished a strategic doing project that, in addition to showcasing a rural project, as something else we often see in strategic doing, the element of surprise. We've all had both surprises that are delightful and others that present obstacles. There's great potential in surprise, but can also present the risk of stalling or even halting progress completely. In this case, Rob, as well as the group he was working with, encountered some unexpected twists and turns, and I asked him to tell me about them. The, the community, it's a rural county. Uh, it's not, not uh, far from Joplin. It's, it's a, a very ag-oriented area. It's um, probably 7,000 uh, people total. The, um, the two major communities uh, are um, 
Uh, the largest one is probably 1,400 people, and the second largest one just a shade under 1,000. So these are not big, uh, big communities uh, either. Uh, and it's it's a area that's uh, some somewhat unique in in that while it's a very uh, as expected, a very big agriculture area, and and uh, has a significant amount of agricultural production. Uh, it also at uh, at the end of at the north end of the county uh, is uh, the starting point of, of a fairly major uh, Army Corps of Engineer lake, and and they have a fairly robust tourist season as well uh, off of that lake. So. Uh, we had actually done for them in early 2020 uh, what we called an economic summit, basically. And we were uh, planning to do a series of community workshops, uh, input sessions over the course of the summer last year. And of course, with COVID, uh, those weren't going to happen. So uh, instead, we, we did some online survey work. And, and really, they, uh, they wanted to take uh, the input from that survey and then hone down on uh, something they could do to regain the momentum uh, coming into this new year. So they uh, really liked the idea of, of having, uh, again, they kept saying strategic planning session for the committee, but we, uh, we did it in a strategic doing format. It, it was a, it really was a, a great process. They, they started off, uh, I think, uh, coming into the room, uh, small group on a Saturday morning, uh, mostly the core committee and, and a couple of other uh, volunteers uh, in the community that they had invited. And really, were thinking, and it was it was clear in the discussion that they were going to talk about what people would think of as typical economic development in terms of uh, assisting local business, helping entrepreneurs. Could they long term uh, be better positioned to um, attract companies? And um, that was that was the uh, the of the opening coffee over coffee. Interestingly, as they started talking through that, uh, they, they started, started talking about community pride. And uh, it was both pride in the, in the communities, the individual communities within the county, but also about having pride in the county. As they, as they started honing down many things that they had already uh, thrown out as uh, ideas, they, they started uh, tying that idea of community pride to how could uh, a community pride approach also help their small businesses, which uh, then got refined even more so to uh, the fact that the tourism season was coming starting on Memorial Day and um, the two largest communities in particular uh, had uh, both had a couple of routes uh, through their communities that that eventually uh, went up to the lake and <clears throat> that uh, wouldn't it be uh, nice if they could 
do a better job capturing that traffic for their small businesses, which came back to what do people see uh, when they when they drive through and, and couldn't the um, these main arterials and downtowns be cleaner and nicer and uh, more beautiful and that would hopefully uh, encourage people to drive a little slower, stay a little longer uh, in those in those places. And would also create community pride because the, the broad community could be engaged in those kind of efforts. So surprisingly to them, I, I think they were uh, shocked uh, when they when they got to the end and kept coming back. And it was not as as one of them pointed out, it wasn't what you think about in economic development um, as, as they were thinking about it in a traditional sense. But certainly something that they were emotionally excited about and felt would have some really positive impact. And basically, their pathfinder was uh, creating a community engagement using their adopt a street groups and other groups, as well as some of the school, uh, high school groups to uh, coordinate uh, some community wine and community in the uh, sense of the towns. Uh, clean up, and uh, then uh, two of the high schools have, as part of their ag program, they also have uh, pretty extensive uh, greenhouse operations to teach students, and they grow flowers that they that they basically just uh, hand out uh, to the, the to the two cities. They decided those could be. Uh, better utilized in plantings along the arterials. But they wanted to have all of this done uh, basically in, in what would be a 90-day project. Uh, I, think, I think they were surprised. Uh, we, we went back <clears throat> in the discussion a couple of times uh, you know, and asked ask the question, is this really what you want to do? Is this really where you want to be? And they, they were emphatic that that really was, uh, they thought what they, they wanted to do, that they could do, um, and that it would have some significant impact. I think, <clears throat> Liz, some of the validation of that really was the 30-30 meeting uh, right, at the, um, right at the end of March, um, where uh, one of the committee members, who is the mayor of um, the smaller of, of the two um, major communities, um, couldn't attend the first session due to his work. And uh, he's, a, he's a pretty aggressive uh, mayor. Uh, he, he really uh, has been pushing uh, his community to do uh, things differently and, and try and clean up some dilapidated structures and um, leverage uh, some empty building space downtown into new ventures. And uh, those, those entrepreneurial ideas uh, and housing ideas are things he talked about uh, quite a bit as, as when he, he talked about economic development. But he made the 30-30 meeting. He, he had the report from the first meeting and he basically uh, said uh, in, in uh, as the meeting opened, he said, I've read through this. He said, I understand the process. I understand how everyone got to here. 
And in my mind, I thought he was going to be the one that said, and this is not really my idea of economic development. But instead, what he said was, this is spot on. This is, this idea excites me because we do have lots of people coming through. Um, he even mentioned that at one time um, in the community, the, uh, the Chamber of Commerce had put together uh, some ideas on having planters in, uh, in downtown uh, of his community and nothing ever happened. And that had been 28 years ago and nothing ever happened. And so he was, he, he was excited about the idea and, and, and pointed out that they could, he felt it could really have uh, an impact. I think when you have an, uh, somebody who's been very passionate about um, what I would say is uh, what people think about in terms of traditional economic development, uh, come in at the 30-30 meeting and um, say it's exactly uh, what should be done and, and uh, take on several tasks personally um, to, uh, to address the, the Pathfinder project. I think that's pretty good validation that the, that the committee really wind up with something that they, that they can grab a hold of and run with. One of our committee members uh, on the project uh, who um, is um, the, county, the county extension agent. So he has, he has this contact back into the ag programs and the schools. And, and uh, so he had a couple of pretty critical uh, things uh, to start on uh, in, the, in the process. And in about uh, two weeks in, uh, he had a heart attack. He was, up, though, obviously offline uh, by the time we reached the next 3030. Um, but he has a colleague uh, who had also been involved as uh, one of the invited volunteers um, who came to the to that first uh, strategic doing workshop. Uh, she she volunteered to keep the ball rolling while he was uh, recovering and. And so uh, things were continuing to, uh, to happen. And um, I think, uh, again, at the 3030 meeting, we could see progress was still being made and especially with the mayor of the one community uh, back, uh, back from his business travels and uh, focusing in, uh, he, he certainly was ready to jump in and uh, take on a couple of other things that were really next steps in the in the process after the first 30-30 meeting and and um, really needed his support uh, to move that community in, into um, being part of the the overall process. So I think that um, again, even somebody new who was stepping in uh, could see the work that had been done. The good news uh, at, at this point, as we're talking here today, is that the, uh, uh, the gentleman who had the heart attack, he uh, is uh, taking it, he is taking it easy, but as he pointed out, he can still make phone calls. But I, I, I think that the, uh, the, the, the lesson in that is that life does happen, you know, you know uh, because of, of the process and the way everything is stepped out and all of the action steps are lined out. Um, it's easy for someone else on the committee to say, hey, I can pick these up and run with them. And um, 
likewise, if you have somebody new who joins in, they can see how the process developed and what the action steps were that were uh, put into place and uh, figure out where their passion is in that and, and start picking up additional steps to help the cause. Yeah, that's, that's really, you know, we talk about distributed leadership, but what you're describing here is kind of what that looks like on the ground and for that, you know, do we have distributed leadership? And the answer is yes, you know. Um, it, yes, in pretty short order too, you know, you, you uh, mm -hmm. uh, didn't, didn't quite anticipate it being in the first month of the process, but uh, nevertheless, it, it did work. Yeah, it seems like it also... Um, it validates the conversations that the group had about, you know, is this really what we're excited about doing? Because I think if it had not been, you know, when your, when your uh, team member had the heart attack, I think, you know, groups could have said, oh, we can't do anything now. We, we, we need to just kind of put it on hold. But, but having tested that excitement meant that the group's like, we're not gonna let that stop us. Now let's figure out how to, how to keep going. Just, uh, just keep moving forward. It creates that momentum. Uh, and again, Liz, back to the, <clears throat> back to where we started, um, the, the idea of uh, organizations and doing strategic planning, and especially um, where you do depend quite a bit on volunteers uh, to help carry the load, even if you have staff, uh, such as a Chamber of Commerce or uh, an economic development entity, uh, you think uh, how much you can get done if you can engage your volunteers more deeply and uh, you know a, a more typical strategic plan might not create that excitement and momentum that uh, allows uh, allows the the effort to keep moving forward um, if, if somebody has uh, an illness or a job change or whatever that takes takes them out of the loop um, of the of the effort, uh, but with again with strategic doing, it's very clear. You know, the, the action steps are there. Um, the the um, continual check in is there, and it makes it much easier uh, for people to figure out how to how to fill the gap and, and keep moving forward. I'm staying involved with yeah. them. Uh, we we have uh, the next uh, the next uh, check in. Uh, in, in the third week of April, some some things sound really easy, uh, and 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 they're not as much as you think they should be. But uh, plus side, since the the last meeting is um, they've approached the county commission um, about being uh, part of that, not just the communities, but uh, to really try and drive it countywide. And the county commission has. Um, agreed to that so they can extend farther along some of these major uh, arterial roads that come through the county heading up toward the lake and uh, the county will assist in the, in the cleanup uh, along some of those rural areas so um, they look they look better uh, for them for the people passing through so there's there's um, there's good buy-in so far and, and you know, some of the technical things they're, they're working on. So I, I do think they will get where they want to be. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the lab, including courses like the one Rob completed, visit our website at agilestrategylab.org. You can also email us through the website. Just look for the Contact Us button. You can learn more about strategic doing 
at strategicdoing.net. See you next time.